let, let, let's let's just like kind of start back from the beginning of like yes. the, the intro chunk and call that a rehearsal, shall we? Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, sweet. Then this will work great for an actual intro blurb. So you know it isn't hot like a hot potato. It's the Halcyon Frequency Podcast, and this is a special episode where we're going to be discussing uh, the Hot Potato Charity Event, which is an annual event that uh, Halcyon Frequency, in part with Sui, who's joining me on this episode. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, we put this event on every year. It's uh, towards the end of November, but Sui will elaborate on that a little bit, as well as who our guest for this episode is. So I just, uh, before we actually dive in, uh, to the recorded interview that we did with our guest, which we've already recorded. Uh, we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about what the uh, Halcyon Hot Potato Charity Marathon is um, and who we are raising money for, which is Doctors Without Borders, and uh, why we're, we're raising money for them and kind of our achievements in the past years and kind of what we hope for from this event. So, Sui, uh, now is your chance to take the floor and talk a little bit about the Hot Potato Charity event as an event, and then we'll talk about who we're raising money for afterwards. Alrighty, so the Halcyon Frequency Rimworld Hot Potato Charity Event is a charity event where 30-plus streamers raise money for Doctors Without Borders, and we do this in, like, November near U.S. Thanksgiving. That's the fourth Thursday of the month of November, and we work to raise money, and it usually runs for about 120 hours straight, which is five days, and we pass a Rimworld save file back and forth and this is a marathon relay event meaning it runs for that full five days straight and each person uh moves the save file from one person to the next hence relay so i like years ago like back when the first one of these happened when the first big charity event happened i was a participant <laughs> a little old me blind here um because I don't think I introduced myself at the top, but that's fine. Uh, and uh, over the years, you know, eventually Halcyon Frequency became a thing. And, uh, you know, we recruited you, Sui, as be partially because of your involvement with this event uh, and managing this event. And then the last year and now this year, um, and was it the year before as well? Jeez, like time flies. But uh, the past yeah. few years, like, uh, as we've kind of worked to run this event as a group. And it's it's always something that I think that we kind of look forward to every year because it's just, we get to watch, we get an excuse to watch Ribworld for a week, but also we get to watch a, a lot of money raised uh, for Doctors mm -hmm. Without Borders. So I just want to ask you, Sui, to uh, t talk a little bit about like who we're raising money for and then also who we're going to be talking to on this special episode of this podcast. Yes, so for this charity event, we are raising money for Doctors Without Borders, which they do a lot of humanitarian aid and relief throughout the entire world. So this is an international organization that seeks to make sure that people can receive medical care and anything they need as a person to, like, survive. So they're always there for any kind of crisis that happens. They, uh, when the pandemic hit, they were doing a lot of work to help with that as well. And we are going to be talking with my person that I've been in contact with while I've uh, been running the event, Greta. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys will really enjoy getting to know them. 
Yeah, it's it's a great little talk, and you know, it's it's kind of neat because we learned that they uh, like this was one of the the first events that they like actually worked with uh, after becoming a part of MSF, which is talked about in the upcoming interview. And it, it's it it's kind of humbling, at least from my perspective, because it's just like you know, like so, some of these like charity or organizations from the perspective of streamers are just like these kind of monolithic, like massive organizations. It's like, oh, what can we really do to help? It's like, but uh, mm -hmm. it, it turns out like the the little event that could has had kind of a major impact so uh, i hope that everybody uh here listening to this podcast enjoy enjoys the upcoming interview and uh, uh with, with that we'll we'll dive over to some a quick break of music and then when we return the interview will begin enjoy my name is greta Dusset. my pronouns are they them um, I have been working with MSF for about four and a half years and I'm a big video gamer myself. Um, you know, I've been doing that since I was a kid and I'm super excited to be here talking with y'all today. That's really cool. Wait, that means that you, uh, joined, like, I reached out to you about the hot potato, like shortly after you joined them. Yeah, no, it's true. I, I've been here since the initiation of it. It's, it's really cool. That is cool. So you've been able to see like multiple years of like the kind of event growing. Yeah, exactly. As, as time has kind of gone on. Exactly. So um, if I could ask, like, what, what is your what is your role at MSF? Like what since since you've joined and obviously like you're not just the person who works with us on the hot potato. So like what, what kind of things do you do in the day to day at uh, MSF? Yeah. So um, so my like official title is digital marketing associate for and it's for peer to peer and streaming programs. So I'm really, you know, every day I'm working with individuals who are doing fundraisers for us. Um, that's streaming. And also, you know, you can imagine like endurance events. So like if somebody wants to run a 5K or does a bake sale or a birthday fundraiser. So I'm working with people a lot one-on-one -on -one to set up um, fundraising events and, and things like, you know, like Hot Potato. Um, I, you know, I'm in Discord a lot for, for our streaming program. I'm on Twitter, you know, and I'm really trying to like interact with people on a day-to-day -day basis a lot well i it's it's always lovely to kind of get to talk to somebody who's like a representative of like these bigger charities that like we just see just kind of because on our end it's like they're largely images just kind of popping up on a billboard essentially just saying hey fundraise for this fundraise for this but it, it's lovely to just get the opportunity to sit down and speak with somebody directly from msf because this isn't something i get to do very frequently i know you and sui are in relatively frequent contact but um what kind of uh impact is like uh the hot potato and streaming in general had uh on msf it's like you said first of all like being able to have these one-on-one -on -one relationships you know it's so important and it's really has been so impactful with streaming specifically um building relationships with people and getting to see people's passion about doctors without borders and they're also their passion with whatever thing they're streaming or gaming and kind of the connection between those things. Um, so it's really amazing to like have that and see that uh, within our organization. And our program is really, you know, our streaming and peer to peer program really has um, grown kind of like how we're engaging with new audiences and new donors, new fundraisers, you know, there's a certain demographic um on Twitch and people viewing it, it's, you know, usually younger than our standard demographic that donates to Doctors Without Borders. And so 
being able to kind of interact with with younger people is is really incredible. Um, and we can do more international fundraisers. You know, where there's people from all over the world doing hot potato, and uh, we're able to kind of connect with more people in that way. Um, that's that's one of my favorite parts too. And actually, so I was doing some math about hot potato specifically. Um, so over the last, what is it? Three years, it's raised. The exact number is $172,864 and four cents. And first of all, that's, that's so wild. And I was like crunching some other numbers and it's, uh, grown like 315% since the beginning, <laughs> like in terms of how much has been raised for Dr. Without Borders, which is just like, it's massive. And um, just to share like that impact, you know, on MSF, it's, it's equivalent for us to buy 5,762 ready to use therapeutic foods, which is something that's used in the field, um, to help provide nutrition to children across all of our projects. Um, and kind of in the beginning, Siri, you said, you know, I've been here since the initiation with you and, you know, seeing seeing you grow and you come back year over year and what you're putting into it and how we've gotten better at like working um, together and growing our relationship. I think it's really set a standard um, in my eyes to what we want out of this program, like, and how we want to build it. Um, I really think about this event in a way and, you know, as like setting up what I, what I want to do with everybody. It's really, it's really amazing. Yeah, it's really nice that we have, like, this set thing that we do, you know? Because, like, I just go back every year. Like, we don't have to communicate back and forth a ton. We just go, all right, it's happening again. Here's the TLDR of it, you know? Like, I don't have to, you know, go in depth or, like, ask you what you're able to do or anything because I already have an idea, and it's it's really nice. I, like, look forward to getting your emails every year and, like, or like your DMs and stuff. And um, I actually like throughout the year, we'll use this event as an example for like showcasing <laughs> what our streaming program can do. No, seriously, I, I like brag about this event all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of amazing that it's 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 almost become kind of the poster child for you in, in some ways. Because like I the first year that the hot potato happened, I was just a participant. Um, and then over the years, like things have just kind of, you know, so we kind of joined a group that I started with a friend of mine and um, it kind of, it's just become a group event that we run now. And it's, it's been kind of phenomenal to just watch it grow and see it just balloon into like, we were the little group that could initially, you know? Um, oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's turned into kind of a big event now, which has been really exciting to watch. So uh, just because like, you know, the, the event has been fun and exciting. Do, do you have a favorite moment? from the events that have happened in years past? Um, I mean, honestly, you know, like some of my favorite stuff really is like coordinating with everybody and getting to know people. I think like truly like the relationship building with you, Sui, has been one of my favorite things. Um, and also learning more about RimWorld. Um, I, you know, had heard about it for a while, but I hadn't ever played it. Um, and I actually started kind of like doing some gameplay watches um once you know once hot potato kind of came around for msf and um (laughs) i can say i think like the way i like to describe it or think about it it is like a beautifully chaotic game (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, another thing I'd like to note, I have had to message Greta multiple times asking if certain mechanics in the game are okay. Like, like you can uh, get prisoners in it. I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, it's... <laughs> Not only that, like the actual gameplay, but the mods. Like, I play Stardew Valley and I play a lot of Stardew Valley. And, you know, I thought that had a lot of mods. And then I came in and kind of looked at RimWorld. And it's like, no matter who I'm watching or where I'm going or looking at any gameplay, it's like different every single time in the style that people play it too. Mm-hmm. It, it's that kind of just monolithic number of mods that just make games kind of infinitely replayable which is one of the reasons it's stuck around so yeah. long it's why it's a great game mm-hmm. there's also a lot of rng involved and it like greatly impacts the story right so like you're never going to get the same story even if you run the same exact thing which you know is great for this event because it just means that even if we run the same scenario over and over, there's going to be unique things that happen every year. So so you did mention other games that you, you've played in the past. What, what are some games that you like to play? I know you mentioned uh, Stardew Valley, I think, but... Uh... Do, do you have any favorites from the past few years? Um, yeah, so I have a I have a handful. I mean, Stardew Valley has just been like, you know, my tried and true. And I've, you know, had like 10 iterations and then like played it with other people and had shared farms. But, um, you know, lately Cult of the Lamb came out pretty recently and I uh, got really into that um, and I've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, there's actually a game called Ooblets that's a lot more recent and you kind of have, you know collect these little ooblets and have dance battles um to collect more and it's it's super cute and super fun um and animal crossing 2 i've been playing that since gamecube i mean since i was a kid that was like i'm hardcore behind the gamecube version being my favorite (laughs) um and then of course like i played hades a lot um and the new kirby game and i've been really just like trying a lot of different things lately um yeah i've just been video gaming i video game a lot in my free time but those are just a few that i've been playing lately the switch is just such a awesome little window into so many different facets of games as well like there's so many so much variety on that platform now sounds like we both kind of go towards cute graphics i'm getting those vibes (laughs) that's like send me a game with a cute graphic and I'll, I'll i'll be there i'll be playing it same it's like games with cute graphics and then hades where everybody's attractive i know <laughs> and like the gameplay is just so good in that like oh it's so fun i like the music in hades big fan yes yes so i i uh i, I know that you you said that you, you've watched some rim world um and like Sui kind of mentioned the thing earlier where uh, she she said that like we've had to ask if like certain mechanics are okay. I, I do act- I do actually get curious about this because like RimWorld is it's it's a beautifully chaotic nightmare of mechanics that allow you to do some incredibly cool things and some incredibly horrible things. So like is there kind of a point where RimWorld just kind of like works until it doesn't for MSF kind of fundraising? Like is 
is there some points where we've just kind of done a thing where it's just like, uh, yeah. behave yourself. <laughs> That's actually a really good question. Um, so like in our program, we built out some guidelines uh, for um, streaming and like what you can and can't do basically. Um, and our guidelines follow pretty much what, what Twitch follows. Um, so, you know, we wanted to meet streamers and content creators where they are and we realized like video games have there's so many different kinds and they do a lot of different things and so there hasn't been a moment where it's like oh uh, you know uh, <laughs> be careful um because we built in those guidelines uh where it's it just follows twitch and as long as everybody's doing that um which everybody does and has in, in the past and so it's been totally fine yeah I know I make the event a little more strict even than like the MSF guidelines are because like I uh yeah yeah I know we've yeah I'm always just like guys remember you're gonna like there's people from different communities like coming over to your stream you gotta be family friendly and all this and like you guys don't say oh you have to be family friendly that's my thing yeah I mean we like super appreciate that because because you know sometimes it's just uh people want to keep you know, streaming and, and doing exactly like what they do every day when they're streaming. And that's totally fine. You know, again, we, we want to meet you where you are. Um, but, you know, having it be family friendly and kind of um, making sure there's some other guidelines set in place uh, by you and by the other streamers is, is really wonderful. It shows that you're, you just like really care and like want this to be seen by, by so many people. And it's, you know, we can like, we'll take clips of things and we can like share them around with all of MSF. And it's really cool to like see people's reactions and stuff to that uh, too. Everybody's always super interested in this. I seriously just like, every time it comes around, I'm like, everybody look, like here's the dates. <laughs> I, I think that that my, my last question kind of wraps quite nicely into like the, the last subject we have here, which is do you have any tips or tricks for uh, charity streams? Like people trying to get started and that want to fundraise for doctors without borders yeah of course um so i again i you know i mentioned kind of like you know this is this event is like you said the poster child for what i see um a lot of events doing a streaming events uh in in our program and i think you know what what sets you apart from so many people is like you start planning really early and i think that's so important um and by starting planning early you can promote to your community, to whoever's communities, you can, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I think the, the rule of thumb is three touch points and it'll get people to kind of like, um, remember the, remember what's happening, remember the event. So it's like, you know, the first time is just, oh, here's a tweet. We're going to have this upcoming. And then the second time is reminding them they're like, oh yeah. Okay. I remember seeing this before. And the third time is like, oh yeah, let me like put this in my calendar and remember to come. Um, so I think, you know, starting early with that really helps it. So you'll have your community there. Um, and I think one of the big things too, is like share why you chose to stream for the charity, why you chose to stream for Doctors Without Borders. Um, what's your personal connection to it? It's really just like talking about your passion. And I think that that really energizes your communities. And it's just such a beautiful thing to watch that as well. And, um, of course, if, you know, 
start by starting early, you can you can contact myself. Um, you can you can contact us on Twitter. You can contact us on Discord, um, and you can reach out if you need resources or have any questions. And that allows us to help you uh, in any way you need to. So um, just like our Twitter is just MSF USA streaming, um, and our Discord link is on there too. Um, and I'm you know on Discord and in Twitter and ready to help anybody. You know, that's, that, that's fantastic. And like, uh, I I've done a number of charity streams in the past, like for various different charities. And it's, it's always kind of a little bit overwhelming, I think from, from the streamer's perspective, especially if you don't have like a group or an, an organized event like this, where it's just mm-hmm. like, do I just like turn things on and just start streaming or do I like try and contact somebody? Like, is there like anything that I should do on the, on like my end? Cause like, you know, it's just, it's just kind of ambiguous, right? Like there's several different services and opportunities and places where you can, uh, like definitely throw resources and like get assistance but like is that something that i need to do like there's there's a lot of questions i think from from the streamers perspective especially people that are like just getting started with charity fundraising and you know like the last two years have been tumultuous and a lot of people have started streaming in the last two years so there's actually kind of Mm -hmm. some new faces in the hot potato this year there's uh new people and like for, for a lot of the people in the hot potato this is the only charity event that they do um and it's so like just just from that perspective it's like for some people this is their first and only charity event for some people they've gone on to do other charity things after just doing the hot potato i mean i have just a a charity fundraiser running in the background concurrently almost all the time these days um and it's it's nice to see uh you know people getting together playing weird video games and raising money for a good cause i say i'm very passionate about that that's why i do what i do and why i love what i do um and I think it's just really wonderful to see groups like this and, and individuals out there wanting to raise money while having fun um, and helping charities. For sure. So, do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to say? Guys, the hot potato is going to happen, and I'm super excited. So, it should be a good time. And, yeah, it's been lovely working with MSF. Highly recommend fundraising for them if you are a streamer and you want to figure out who to fundraise for because uh talking with Greta has been lovely they've been like super responsive and have helped me out with a lot of stuff so and uh Greta do you have anything specifically you want to point people towards before we close out this podcast um you know again I'll just say our our Twitter account it's the MSF USA streaming um and if you We'll have, we have our Discord link right there in our bio. And uh, if you want to come and join us on Discord, say hi, um, ask any questions. We love to uh, learn more about you and what you want to do, and then also share more about Doctors Without Borders. And that is fantastic. And this is the Halcyon Frequency Podcast, hosting the Hot Potato. And uh, we hope to see you all week for all of the events. If you're listening to this right when it goes up, the it's coming up. We're getting real close. And uh, if if you're listening to this in post, maybe like check check your calendar for November next year because we'll, we'll probably be back. This is Halcyon Frequency. Don't change that dial. Till next week. Signing out.